time for the Retirement Roadmap Podcast with registered financial consultant, Glenn Mosseller. Welcome to another edition of the Retirement Roadmap with Glenn Mosseller, registered financial consultant and founder and president of Roadmap Financial Consulting. With an office in Greensboro on Muir's Chapel Road, I'm Walter Storholt, and it is time to continue our conversation about the variables and constants of the financial world. This is part two of that conversation. On the previous episode, we dove into a lot of the variables that shape our retirement plan, how the answers to certain retirement planning questions look very different as you bounce from person to person. I encourage you to go back and listen to that previous episode to learn a little bit more about that side of the conversation. Glenn, now we're going to talk about some of the retirement constants that affect everybody. So these are not the variables in retirement. These this is the, the flip side of that. These mm, factors, questions, moving pieces will affect us all pretty much the same. So how do we account for these in our financial plans and our portfolios? That's the central question of today's show. So let's start out, Glenn, with inflation. If we can expect an average inflation rate of, let's say, 3% over the course of many years, how do we factor that into our planning? And does it indeed affect us all pretty much the same? Well, Walter, I mean, it does affect everybody. I don't know if it affects everybody exactly the same. Certainly, you know, the cost of living, you know, is has been a constant. The inflation is just, it's it's just there, right? I mean, it it's kind of like a silent tax. It's just little by little, you know, year by year, you know, things cost more. Certainly, it depends upon what are you spending your money on, and you know, and how much money are you spending, you know, as to how much it affects you. Certainly, you know, we should always plan in, you know, the ability to have increasing income over time. And, um, you know, that certainly, you know, is built into Social Security in terms of cost of living increases. You know, over time, you know, the the Social Security benefits tend to rise. You want to have the ability to have a little bit more income coming in, you know, year by year from your other sources as well. You know, of course, it depends, as we've talked about in the past, you know, how much money are you spending and, you know, and what are your plans? You know, as we talked about in the in past shows where some folks say, hey, you know, in the early years, we're going to take more trips and we're going to we're going to spend more money. We're going to do a lot more and we're going to be a lot more active. And then over time, we might not spend as much. So you have to factor in, you know, real life into the equation in terms of what are you going to actually do? And, you know, and, you know, and when, I mean, we could have a higher inflation rate later down the line, and yet you might be spending less money, if that makes sense. You know, it just depends upon on, you know, what you're doing and, you know, and where you are in life. The, one of the big pieces of the puzzle that we, we really have to factor in in terms of inflation is, is that, you know, the cost of health care and potentially long-term care, right? Um, those are things that most people, you know, need to do some additional planning on, particularly when, you know, when, when we first sit down with folks. That is one of those holes that most people have a little bit of a, you know, we're not really sure how we're going to take care of long-term care or hedge our risks against the long-term care expenses that might come. That's a big piece of the planning when, when we sit down with folks because because almost everybody realizes that that's something that we've got to deal with. On the other hand, most people don't really have a have a well-formed plan as to how they're going to you know deal with that as as time goes on. And so we have to think about what are you going to be spending your money on, and how do we plan for that? And of course, inflation factors into that you know in a lot of different ways. Yeah, it's a it's a big one. Inflation often called the silent killer of retirement planning and of a uh, financial plan, and and it's just a reason. It's that slow drip 
uh, that goes yeah. on and on over time. And that's hard to plan for because it's not really affecting you in the moment. So it's kind of gets put in the backseat, <laughs> but it really shouldn't be the case. Now, it's funny because our next point here, Glenn, we actually included in the variables, but we're also including it in the constants. And that's when it comes to taxes. Because of kind of the dynamic, I guess, where, well, we're, we're in historically low tax rates, which means they're likely to increase in the future. And so how do we plan around for that? And, and does that affect us all the same? Well, it all it, it certainly is a factor that we have to we have to account for, right? I mean, we know that historically, you know, tax rates are pretty darn low as to where they have been in the past. I mean, if you look back to, you know, to the 1970s, you know, and you look at the different, you know, tax thresholds and the rates that that were there, you know, I mean, the, you know, the tax rates were, you know, were, were roughly double as to where, you know, where we are today. And, you know, and, and folks think, you know, golly, I mean, could taxes really double, you know, could tax rates really, you know, go up by twice as much? And, and the answer is obviously, well, yeah, it can. And, and the question is, is will it? When, and of course, nobody has a crystal ball, but what we do have to realize is, is that we're sitting here with at historically low tax rates and we're sitting here as well with historically high, you know, uh, debts and deficits. And we have 10,000 people every single day turning age 65 and, you know, turning on their Social Security, turning on their Medicare and, and the needs, you know, for the government to be able to, you know, provide these benefits, you know, continues to rise. And it will be that way for many years to come. So it would not be a big surprise if, if tax rates go higher. And so, you know, folks need to plan for that. And, and so it's, you know, everybody's not necessarily the exact same situation in terms of where their money is and how it's positioned and how much income they're going to need. But certainly, you know, the possibility of rising tax rates needs to be on everybody's radar and part of everybody's plan. And then their plan might be, you know, might, you know, this person's plan or this couple's plan might be a little different than the others. But that constant that's running through the planning process is, is that, hey, we're likely to be looking at higher taxes in the future. So how is that going to affect you and your individual plan? Does that make sense, Walter? It does make sense, Glenn. I think it's a good one to throw into both categories, the variables and the constants, because in a way, we're all going to pay different amounts of taxes, but in a way, rising taxes are all going to have similar impact to us. So that's why we've kind of thrown it on both sides of this coin. Now, this next one, Glenn, in a way, again, uh, there might be some caveats or different ways or lenses through which we can view these conversations, but uh, market volatility is going to affect us all in the same way. I mean, we're not necessarily all in, you know, you're not in some hidden stock market that I can't be in. So a market up and a market down kind of is going to impact us the same way. But there's a, I'm leaving a little room for variable here too. Sure. Well, Walter, I mean, everybody, it's again, it's a constant, right? I mean, in terms of markets go up and markets go down and, and everybody is, you know, is living through the same times when markets go up and markets go down. But it's certainly at the same time, it's going to affect everybody slightly differently in terms of do you have, you know, the, your income covered for the next while? Are you going to need to draw money out of your retirement accounts? You know, how much risk do you have in the monies that you're going to need over the next few years? You know, it's all about planning in terms of distribution planning and, you know, and preservation planning as well as, I mean, you, you're going to have some money that you're looking to grow over time, but it becomes more and more about how are we going to make sure that the money lasts? And of course, that becomes a distribution planning, you know, uh, 
question and everybody's going to be in a slightly different you know mode in terms of how much money they're going to need what is it going to be the tax consequences of drawing money out of this account versus that account and the volatility of the markets but you know the constant that is there is is that markets you know will, will always fluctuate if markets go you know flatline then then something is certainly you know awry because you know as, as long as there's commerce things are going to move up and down and that's the nature of you know of our system and you know and and, and of course it pervades all three throughout the world and the world economy and, and our, you know, U.S. economy and everything else. So we have to be looking at the market volatility, the market variations, and how is it likely to affect us? And again, we, what we want to do, try to do is, in our planning is, is to is say, okay, well, this is a constant, but we want to make sure that our plan is built to be able to handle whatever happens. And that's a big difference because a lot of folks really don't have that distribution plan well, you know, worked out well. And if their account values go down and they don't have some money set aside you know, with less volatility that they can draw from, that creates problems in, in the ability of, of being able to take money out over their, all of their retirement years. That's why we include market volatility into this conversation and discussion, because it's going to happen. It's going to be volatile. Uh, it's it's going to go up. It's going to go down. It's going to stay the same some days. But for the most part, you're always going to be able to count on some movement one way or the other. And so we've got to be aware of that rising and falling tide. Healthcare is another big one, Glenn. This is going to affect everybody. Sure, maybe your healthcare needs will be a little bit different than mine overall, but it's a retirement constant in that we all need to have a plan for it for sure. Well, that's exactly right, Walter. And, you know, and for the vast majority of folks, there's going to be, you know, the Medicare is going to play heavily into that, right? I mean, because that's our system that we all have. And, you know, the question is, is, you know, how are you going to deal with the constants that are there in terms of, you know, you have the different Medicare, you have Medicare Part A, Part B, you know, Part C, if you have a Medicare Advantage plan or Part D with the prescription drugs, you know, depending upon your your income level, you know, your, your Medicare Part B premium might be different, which is kind of a, a surprise to some folks. Most people don't realize that how much they pay for their Medicare Part B premium is, is largely dependent upon, you know, how much money do you have coming in? And that's, uh, <laughs> that's a, kind of a shocker for some folks. But we have to think about how are we going to pay for that Medicare insurance, Medicare supplements, you know, the, the drug coverage, and then, of course, long-term care is another thing that's out there, you know, a little further out on the horizon for most folks. But it's something that you have to be aware of and it's something you have to be planning for. So, you know, again, not everybody's situation is exactly the same. But the idea that we have to be aware of healthcare is is likely to be you know something that that could be significant cost for us all in the retirement years, and we need to ha- you know make plans for making sure we've got those those bases covered and we have a plan for that. Last but not least, Glenn, let's throw this in as well: fees and commissions, or just costs that are associated with planning for retirement, with investing, with saving. There's going to be fees and commissions kind of coming from different directions depending on how you're invested. But at some point, we've got to admit that there's just a constant that affects everybody, that there is some expense to the value you get with how you're invested, how you're saving, who you're working with, all those kinds of things. Sure. Well, you know, Walter, I mean, we always talk about it. It's like, you know, I mean, fees and commissions and costs are they're out there. Right. And of course, most people like, you know, anything is like they kind of like fall in that same category of taxes. I mean, nobody likes to pay taxes. Nobody likes to pay fees and commissions. Right. 
And but the reality is, is that, you know, I mean, the, when we live in a capitalistic society and, you know, and, and the different industries are paid, you know, that's how they get paid. So, you know, we have to realize that and understand that. And, and those aren't necessarily bad words. What we need to think in terms of is, is what are you are you you know getting value for what you're paying for? Right. I mean, there are situations where, you know, you're maybe not getting a whole lot for any fees that you're paying. But then in other cases, you know, you might be getting, you know, extras. You might be getting some, you know, some additional tax planning and income planning and, and so forth. Whereas, you know, some advisory firms that you work with, you know, they might be charging you, you know, a you know, similar fee, but they're only looking after a particular account and they're, and they're working to, you know, possibly grow that account for you, which is a good thing. But, you know, when it comes to how are you going to extract that money out? Are you, you know, are you going to have, you know, excess taxes to pay because of the way they position your money? And that part maybe not, it may be not in the plan of, of all advisors. And so you have to think in terms of, well, you know, ultimately it's how much money are you going to get to keep? And what are you, what are you paying for the advice that you're getting and for the services that you're getting? And so you have to balance that out and make a determination as is like, are you getting value for what you're paying for? And that's true, not only in, in financial services, but it's true in any, anything in life. But it's certainly a constant, as you've heard all your life, probably there's no such thing as a free lunch, right? So you want to make sure that as you shop around and you and you look for, you know, for the, the services that you need and that you want to have, what value is going to be created for the fees that you're going to pay? And that's an interesting question for folks, you know, because that's not something that they've probably faced a lot, you know, in the accumulation years, but it becomes more prevalent in the distribution years because when we start thinking about getting money out and different strategies, it's more impactful because, you know, the, there's tax implications, there's there's longevity, you know, pieces of that puzzle, you know, how long is your money going to last? You know, do you have a plan and do you have an advisor that's going to help make sure that everything is taken care of you know, for as long as you need it to be taken care of? It's a lot different than just simply, hey, I'm, you know, somebody's going to help me save and help me grow my account. That's something that's important, but it's obviously different. And so, you know, you have to kind of evaluate where are you in life and what are you getting for what you're paying for? I mention it from time to time, the uh, three C's of retirement planning. And we've kind of thrown another C in today's particular show talking about the constants of retirement planning. But uh, it really does come down to having that customized plan. That's taking into account all of the variables we've discussed on the last couple of episodes here. We also talk about the comprehensive plan that needs to be in place. That's looking at these constants and making sure that all of these things you know, aren't left to chance, that they're included in the plan. Healthcare, market volatility, taxes, inflation, the cost of your plan, all of those things are going to affect us. Now, it may be variable in how we're affected, but they're going to affect us all. And so we've got to be ready for them. And that's why it's got to be a custom, comprehensive plan. And the last C is it should be complimentary to get a review of your financial situation, to start digging in to some of these things and asking the right questions. And that's what Glenn Mosseller can provide you with if you're anywhere in the Greensboro area. Very easy to set up a time to meet for a conversation and a review of your financial plan. You can do that by calling 336 291 3535. Remember, Glenn, if you're new to the program, is a registered financial consultant and the founder and president of Roadmap Financial Consulting. You can find us online as well at greensbororetirement.com. Click on the free consultation button on the bottom of the page from your smartphone or computer, and you can schedule a time to meet with Glenn even right there on the website. Just go to greensbororetirement.com for all of that. Glenn, thanks for walking us through this two-part series. I think it's so helpful to look at all these different little moving parts and the things that stay the same when it comes to retirement planning and kind of see how they all kind of intertwine into a proper financial plan. 
Absolutely, Walter. Well, listen, I I, I always enjoy getting together and chatting and, and going over all the all the different pieces of the puzzle, right? And it's exactly what it is. And everybody's got a different puzzle, yet at the same time, there's some common threads that run through it too. And so that's what we work to do is to make sure that we we take all those all those things into account and help folks, you know, build the plans that they need, you know, to have the to have the retirement that they've always looked forward to and and dreamed of. And and so, um, you know, if you're out there and you're 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 kind of wondering, you know, should we or should we not? You know, gosh, you know, I'm not sure. I've kind of always done it by myself, or maybe I have. Uh, I've got an advisor, but, you know, if you have any questions about whether or not, you know, that's the right, you're getting the right, you know, advice as you're moving forward and you're getting the right planning, it never hurts to get a second opinion. And so um, if we can help, you know, just let us know. Again, 336-291-3535, the number to call to reach Glenn if you prefer to do it that way, or GreensboroRetirement.com. For Glenn Mosseller, I'm Walter Storholt. Great chatting with you once again. Thanks for joining us on the show. We'll talk to you soon, right back here on the Retirement Roadmap. 